0: Turn with me, please, to the book of Revelation. Book of Revelation, the 11th chapter, 1117. They'll put it on the screen for us. For some weeks now, we've been on the, the subject of receiving a full reward. Receiving a full reward. There's a lot in the Bible about our reward. The Lord wanted us to know. If he wants you to know about it, should you want to know about it. Yes. In Revelation 11 and 17, it said, uh, this is John, by the Spirit seeing into the future, said he, he saw this, that they were saying, we give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which are and was and are to come, because you've taken to you your great power and have reigned. You'll hear sometimes people adamantly pound the desk and say, God is in control. And in the sense they're implying it, that's simply not true. He's not controlling everything that everybody does. All you got to do is look at the earth and see what a mess it's in. If he's controlling everything, he's got it in a mess. That was quiet. What's the alternative? He's not controlling everything. He gave man a free will. That's
1: right.
0: And man has chosen to ignore him. That's right. And rebel against him and disobey. And because of man's disobedience, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, up until the current day and hour, because of man's disobedience and sin, because of the curse that has resulted in death, that's resulted from sin, that's why there's so much cruelty and chaos and death on the planet. But there's coming a time When he is going to be in complete control of heaven and earth. And uh, you, you see, you can read about it in Revelation. And when he is, all the junk's going on now will stop. It's going to be done. And he's going to need help. This thing is so big. He's going to need help ruling and reigning in his eternal kingdom. And he's grooming some people for that right now. Oh, you didn't hear that. I said, he's grooming. Any idea who those people? This same book right here said, we will rule and reign with him. He has made us to our God, kings and priests, and we will reign with him. With him. Somebody say, I will reign, I will reign with, him. with him. You?
1: Yes. Yes. You? Yes.
0: <laughs> you? Yes. Jesus is called the king of kings. Yes. The lord of lords. lords. Who are the lords? He's lord of. Who are the kings he's king of? Who, who would they be? Hebrews says he has not put the angels in charge
1: right. of
0: the world to come. Who who is it then? Nice. Who's he's put pl- you?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. You? Yes.
0: I know we don't fully look like it right now,
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> but it's because we're in the early stages That's right. of yes. our development. That's right. A lot of you would feel like I've really developed from 20 years ago. Yeah. What if you kept that up for another 2,000 years? Yeah. Come on. Can you see that? You kept developing. And then once you got out of this world and from all the stuff that pulled you down here, you really took off in your development. You can see how in the process of time, it'd be obvious that you are a son of God. Hallelujah. Oh my. We don't fully know what that means. But it's going to be amazing to find out throughout the ages. But he he tells us Verse 18, the nations were angry. Not everybody's happy about all this. People that reject God, they're not. Your wrath has come, the time of the dead, that they should be judged. And that you should give reward. Everybody say reward. reward. You should give reward to your servants, the prophets, and to the saints. And to them that fear your name, small and great. That's every believer. That's right. This is not just for preachers and prophets and... and um, People that you consider to be the most spiritual of all, every believer that has a respect and reverence for God, everybody, small and great, is going to receive a reward from the Lord. And He wants us to know about it. And the Lord talked much about it, so it must be a big deal. Mm -hmm. Do you want your reward? Yes. Let me help you a while. You do. You definitely do. Because this is something that will never grow old it'll never fade. This is eternal. Skip over to the 22nd chapter, Revelation 22 and 12. Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. Hallelujah. Yes. And my reward is with me. The Lord's coming. Yes. How many believe it? I want to see a show of hands. How many believe he's coming? Yes. Yes. He said, I'm coming soon. Yes. Now there's scoffers and mockers, Peter said, that'll say, look, it's been centuries and centuries and everything's just like it has been. Yeah, but he he brings up, he said, yeah, but with the Lord, a thousand years is like a day. Yeah. So it's only been a couple of days, yeah. God time, That's
1: right.
0: since this was said. So he is coming soon and it's later than it was. He said, I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to every man according to what? What is our reward going to be based on? It's going to be based on what we did down here in this life. Some months ago when I was out of the country, the Lord quickened me about this series that we're on now. That's the phrase it started with. He gave me this phrase and I wrote it down. He said, our righteousness is not based on what we do. Our being right with God, our righteousness is not based on anything we have or will have done or will do. It's entirely based on what Jesus has done. Our righteousness isn't based on what we do. Our reward is based on what we do. And what we've gotten into is that we found out that equal isn't the same as fair. That God is not socialist or communist or Republican or Democrat. (laughs) And people who demand, well, it's got to be equal. It's got to be distributed equal. No, that's not fair. Equal isn't fair. It's not fair that somebody that got saved, but then wouldn't even go to church. Never did anything the Lord told them to do. Never even cared to seek him and find out his plan and lived and died. They're saved. Their righteousness is not based on what they did. They received Jesus, so they're saved. But then somebody else who from a child loved the Lord with all their heart, was willing to sacrifice everything, gave their time, their resources, sought his plan diligently, paid whatever it cost to accomplish it, And did it their whole life. Should these two receive the same reward? No. That's not fair. In that case, equal isn't fair. Now, go with me, please, to Matthew 20. Now, if if you still got questions about that, it would have helped if you would have been here a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And that's why I'm saying go online or go to the Word Supply and pick up a CD, if that's what you... You use and DVD, whatever it is, and um, feed on it, and let don't just don't just say, "Well, I don't know if I agree with you, preacher, or not." Don't make it about me and you. Make it about this Bible. What does the Scripture actually say? Look at that, and then see you know between you and the Lord, what does the Scripture actually say? In uh, Matthew 20, in verse one, I'm excited about this today. Of course, that's not unusual for me to be excited about about the Word of God. But, you know, we ought to be, shouldn't we? I mean, this is, uh, this is no fairy tale. This is reality. And this is our close future. I mean, just a few more days, we're out of here. I mean, if you live another 50 years, another 75 years, it's going to come and go. Anybody in here 75, 80 years old? What does it seem like back when you were 20? How long how long ago is that? Just Yeah, just just right back there? Well, what about the next 20 years? I know I was looking at my calendar some years ago and I was looking back at my travel plans and trying to work out my schedule so I started looking ahead because people were trying to get me to book in advance and I looked to this year and looked to that year. So I just kept going, you know, these electronic calendars. They just kept going. Finally, I got to a year and I thought, hold on. Oh, yeah. I may not be here. <laughs> I may not be here. How many know there's coming a year where the Lord is coming? You ain't going to be here. <laughs> so we better do what we're going to do without putting it off and procrastinating. Let's read this. And I want to read this to you from the Murdoch translation. This is a uh, It's the Syriac by Murdoch is the translation. It's also a real accurate translation. Verse 1. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man, the Lord of the house, who went out at dawn of day to hire laborers for his vineyard. Are you there with me? You're reading whatever translation you got? Matthew 20, verse Mm 1. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven... And the kingdom of heaven exists now because of us being born again. We're in the kingdom. Kingdom's in us. But the kingdom is not established outwardly yet in the earth. When that happens, there'll be no more U.S. or China or any other country. Everything will only be the kingdom of God. That's what the Bible says. And uh, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. He said, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. It's like a man that's a house, Lord of the house. Well, Jesus is Lord of us, isn't he? And you you begin to see one reason why I'm reading this Murdoch. He went out at dawn of day to hire laborers for his vineyard. And he contracted with the laborers for a denarius a day. And he sent them into his vineyard. So uh, this word contracted is a significant word. And if you look it up, it bears out this meaning. I think what the King James says, agreed, but "but contracted is, is accurate. And of course, this is, this is a labor deal, right? This is somebody who owns vineyards, and he is entering into an agreement with these folks to work in his field. And it's a contract. It'd be a binding contract that you work X amount. Actually, you're going to work all day And uh, this is referring to a 12-hour workday. And you'll see that, as he mentions, the hours. In the the Bible, you'll see the term third hour of the day, sixth hour of the day, ninth hour of the day. The first hour of the day was probably around 7 a.m. So the 24-hour period is divided into two 12-hour periods. Daylight is the beginning uh, of the, you know, basically sunrise to sunset. Is what I'm saying. So they would work all day long, and of course, this is if you got crops to work or to get in. These would be the longer days of the year. So a 12-hour workday, and they agreed for the King James says what a penny, penny. and that don't sound right to us, <laughs> but the term is denarius denarius or denarion. And the best I can ascertain, it was a coin, probably silver, about the size of a nickel, about the diameter and weight, about 20 millimeter, about five gram. And it was not though five parts like our nickel, it was 16 parts. But they didn't use pennies like we do. This is a completely different currency. But let's say it was worth a dime. You might say, work all day for a dime (laughs) or a quarter? Yeah, but back then you could buy (laughs) something with a quarter. (laughs) You think what you could buy with a dollar back in the 20s in this country. I mean, my my grandparents uh, and uh, they the men worked a lot of different places back in that time twenties and thirties for a dollar a day, all day long, dollar a day I mean uh young as I am, I worked uh not too many days, thankfully, but I worked for ten dollars a day all day long, ten dollars a day in the um sixties seventies so uh you you keep going we we're just talking about a few decades. You go back a couple of thousand years. A nickel could buy something. <laughs> a quarter could buy something. It had buying power. You remember the, um, the Good Samaritan that uh, got the man off the side of the road, brought him to the inn? He gave the innkeeper two of these and said that, that in other words, that'll take care of him a day or two till I get back. So two of these would give you lodging and food and help for, what, two or three days. Mm-hmm. 300 of these was a year's salary. That's right. why, why am I going into all this? Because it's a contract of agreement for a day's wage. And he sent them into his vineyard. Now, again, this is a contract. And verse 3 he went out at the third hour. So if the day begins at six o'clock, seven's the first hour, eight, nine o'clock in the morning is the third hour. So he went out at nine a.m. He saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you go also into my vineyard. Now let's just stop. Is the Lord just telling a story for no reason? No. What's this about? This is how the kingdom of heaven operates. This is exactly how it's operating now, how it's going to operate. Should we want to understand this? We should very much want to understand this. He went out about 9 a.m. He said, uh, you go in my vineyard too. So the other guy's already been in the field for three hours, right? They started right after daylight. And he said, now now this is one of the most significant phrases here. And whatever is right... Uh I'll give you. Everybody said out loud, no contract.
1: No
0: No agreement. No contract. They have no specified amount that they're going to get paid. So why would you go to the field with no contract? hadn't even been told how much you might get paid why would you do that trust somebody say trust, trust. you trust whoever told you this what do you say what are you going to get paid what do you say he said I'll do right by you I'll take care of you now, depending on who it is and who you're talking about, the right person, you'd much rather have an I'll do right by you yes.
1: Yes. than a contract. That's right.
0: In some cases, a contract limits you.
1: That's right.
0: Can you see that? Yeah. yeah, but it's a guarantee. Yeah, but it requires no faith.
1: That's right. Somebody got it? Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs>
0: we live in a world. That demands contracts, Mm -hmm. guarantees. Mm -hmm. Not God. Mm -hmm. God will say, come do this for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you may say, what will I get out of it? (laughs) (laughs) What will that mean for me? (laughs) You know what he'll say? I'll take care of you. I'll do right by you. And if you knew who you were talking to. come on, We ain't talking about a billionaire. We ain't talking about a trillionaire. We, we're talking about the creator of the universe, the heavens and the earth. And if he says, I'll take care of you. Oh, you didn't hear that. I said. If the creator of the universe says, I'll do right by you. I'll take care of you. What should you say? Amen. Count me in. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. Point me to the field. Is that right? Here I go.
0: But see, the first guys had a contract. They had a guarantee. These next guys, no guarantee. No contract. No specified amount. So they're not walking by sight because there's nothing to see. They're walking by faith. What pleases God? Anybody know? Without faith... It is impossible to please Him. And requiring that you see it and have the details before you'll move is refusing to trust. That's
1: right.
0: It's refusing to believe. Fear will try to come in. What if I go there, work myself silly all day, and He don't pay me? What if I get stiffed? You, gotta, you have to make a judgment call about who told you this.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. Some people you shouldn't trust. The one we're talking about, you should completely trust. You shouldn't even question him. You should just say, yes, sir. Whatever's right. Somebody say it out loud. Whatever's right. Will God do right by you? How about these folks over here? Will God do right by you. Will He? If you serve Him, if you obey Him. I tell you, Phyllis, and I've been in this a few years, not only will He do right by you, He'll do exceeding abundantly above what you asked or thought. He will pay you so good. Oh, He'll pay you so good. And the pay is not limited to this life. There's a pay now and pay later. And uh, so they went. Verse 5. Smart guys. Again he went out at the 6th hour. So what time is that? Come on, I already helped you out in the beginning. Noon. Noon o'clock, yeah. (laughs) They went out at noon and again he went out at the ninth hour. That'd be 3 in the afternoon. And uh, they did the same. And so he said to them, you know, whatever's right, I'll give to you. When it says he, he did the same thing with them, that means he went out there at noon, and there's guys milling around in the marketplace, and he says, uh, uh, y'all not working? No. No. Go go work in my field, and I'll do right by you. Whatever's right, I'll pay you. And so they went. And then he went out at 3 o'clock. Some guys there still. Go into my field and work. And, uh, well, how much you going to pay us? Whatever's right, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll do what's right by you. So then they got to make a choice. Well, I ain't going without a contract. I'm a union man. <laughs> I understand. There's some people you may not be able to trust. But you better not carry that over with God. I said you better not carry that mentality over with God. We've actually had some people try to tell us, you know, in the church, they say, well, you know, I've always been involved in the union. The union does it like this. Well, uh, this is the church. This ain't the union. And God's not the union. I'm not knocking the union. I understand. Why? The unions came into being. I understand. But you got to watch about being so ingrained in one area of your mind in life that you take this over negotiating with God. And making demands and making requirements of God are of God's people. You have to guarantee me this or I won't do this. You have to guarantee me this. No, no. There's no trust in that.
1: Right. And
0: God requires trust. 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 With people, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you may need some contracts with people. <laughs> and even then you may not be okay. <laughs> should you deal differently with God and not require He has to show me the details. I have to know what I'm guaranteed. I'd like that in writing please. You do have some writing. Right? It doesn't have some of the details but if God says the Almighty who cannot lie, if He says I'm going to treat you right I'm going to take care of you. Amen. You shouldn't need an amount. You shouldn't need details. If he says, go over here and do this, go over here and do that, go help them with this. Don't just think about money. I know uh, some years ago, we needed to hire somebody on staff and uh, certain skills. And, and we talked to them and they required a certain amount. And uh, that's not where we were to pay that right then. And so I checked in the Lord, well, should we try to come up to that? And the, quickly the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, no, no. If they're not willing to sacrifice, they don't qualify to be in the ministry. If this is only a job and this is only about pay uh, and, uh, you know, well, well, let me read this and you, you'll see uh, people believe that this should apply to ministry, but then sometimes they don't think it should apply to them. <laughs> How many think that as a preacher, I shouldn't demand money when I go preach? Oh boy. Y'all are too quiet. Come on, you might as well say what you think. You have to Say it somewhere else. Say it in front of me. Should, should I not... Say, well, because uh, I've had people say, you know, how much w- would it take for you to come speak for us? I said, that's got nothing to do with it. That's
1: right. right. That's right. right. Now, you like that. Yes.
0: Right. How about you? How do you operate? That's, right. <laughs> so that's easy for you to say, I should operate that way. Huh? Right. And when it doesn't apply to you, that's right. well, you don't have to live it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Micah 311 in the NIV, the people had backslid. And you don't have to turn there, but Micah 3.11 NIV, he said her judges judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for a price. Her prophets tell fortunes for money. This is backslid.
1: Right? This is
0: making everything about money. What am I going to get paid? How much am I going to get? If you're led, if you or I either one, if we're led by money... We're not led by the Holy Spirit.
1: That's right.
0: If you're led by price, if you're led by pay, I've seen people leave a church where they, their babies got healed, where their marriage got restored. I've seen them leave a church where they were getting fed and growing and doing good and serving and go to the other side of the country for $4 more an hour with no good church within driving distance. Come on, can you see that? Yeah. And then not realizing, in a matter of months, they've shriveled up spiritually. How many know you've got to be fed on a regular basis? You've you, you got to be involved in the things of God or elsewise you're going to dry up and your faith's going to get weak. Everything's going to seem too big to you and too hard to you. You get depressed and negative and every other kind of thing. Is money the only consideration? No. It should not be. It should not be. It should not be the basis we make our decisions on. Yeah, we know you need some money. God knows you need some money. But if we get the first things right, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his right things, and all these things will be added to you. The money will come with you doing the plan. The full abundant provision will come, but it'll take trust.
1: That's right
0: Phyllis, you know uh, Phyllis has always been sharp as can be. can you believe that? Oh, yeah. 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 sharp oh, yeah. bright she's smart and uh, go get her. Yeah. i you talk about get up in the morning and get something done you could uh, you could assign her to a train wreck and by afternoon she'd have it categorized and uh, the process headed toward a cleanup and she. Uh, She worked while I went to school in healing school, and then later on, she went to school. But uh, prior to that, she worked in doctor's offices, and she learned to use her faith. And um, the the doctor over the offices said if they got in X amount of patients, it would be a certain bonus to her. Well, he didn't know what he had done (laughs) because she put her faith on it, and the patient started coming in. They started rolling in, and they opened up, I don't know, the same place. They hired doctors and, and uh, I mean, the clinic, and the place just boomed. And her bonuses were kicking. They, <laughs> she's making money, man. And so uh, after that, she, her, her skills were so well known that other doctors asked him, could he come over to their offices and help set them up? So she started her own consulting business and she'd go into doctor's offices and she was making great money and the Lord said, I want you to go into my field. And so her pay was cut down to about 20% of what she was making. Are you all with me? Not a good financial decision. But if she hadn't done that and we hadn't done the things, we wouldn't be looking at you. We wouldn't be in these churches. Can you see that? But there come points in your life where the Lord says, go into my field. And if you make it about money, well, I can't take a cut. I can't do this and that. You will miss the plan of God. And since we don't have that many years anyway, you'll wake up 20 and 30 and 40 years later and you're getting old and your life is soon over. You can miss windows of opportunity. It's very important that we seriously seek God for his plan. And the only way you'll get it, you've got to really be willing to do whatever he says. It's, it's easy to talk big. Oh, yeah, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do. But many times when he tells people, okay, go here, they go, huh? I can't go there. We've got this and we've got that here. And we've got the kids and got my friends and, and the club this and that and that and my association. And there will be choices.
1: Amen. Yes. yes. Amen.
0: And you'll have to turn loose of what you know. Not knowing what you're going to. That's right. And you won't have a specific contract
1: right.
0: with guaranteed amounts. What you will have is a word from the Lord I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll never let you down. I'll take care of you. You put my kingdom first. And I'll add all these things to you. Amen. Can you count on him or not? Amen. Can you count on him? Yes. You honor me. I will honor you.
1: Amen.
0: And when you trust him. Without details. It honors him. When you trust him enough to obey him. With no guarantees in the natural. And that can be hard on your flesh.
1: Yes.
0: When you leave everything you know. Everything you've worked for. And you. Where are you going? How are you going to start over? How are you going to make it? This this life of faith is exciting. Amen. (laughs) It's exciting. Oh, but it's wonderful. You'll come into things you never imagined if we follow him all the way. Come on, keep reading this. Back in Matthew 20 here. He said, uh, verse 7, verse 6, he came at the 11th hour. What time is this? Scriptorians? Oh, y'all are sharp. Y'all are sharp. 5 p.m. So, how long is it to quitting time now? One hour. One hour. One hour. And I guess it takes a little while to get to the field. Is that right? So, how long reckon you might be working? Yeah. Sound good to me? 30 minutes? I don't know. So, what might you get paid for 30 minutes?
1: Amen.
0: You might think it ain't, it ain't gonna be worth, mm-hmm. right? Ain't gonna be worth me going. What, what am I gonna get paid? When pay for a day is a nickel, <laughs> <laughs> or a dime, or even if it's a quarter. He said, "Why are you standing out here all day idle?" Verse seven. They said, uh, "Nobody's hired us." He said, "Okay, I'm gonna hire you right now. Go to my vineyard." Mm-hmm. And what? Whatever's right, that's what you'll get from me. Whatever's right. And so what'd they do? They went. Verse 8, when it was evening, the Lord of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages and start with the last ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's going to get paid first? The guys that that work 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, Going to get paid first. <laughs> and he said, uh, come pay them and commence with the last and then proceed to the first. That's right. Verse 9, those of the 11th hour came and received each a denarius. A full day's pay. A full day's pay for less than an hour's work. Work an hour, get paid for a day. Amen. Sound good to anybody besides me in here. Come
1: oh, on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Work an hour, come on, help me out. Work an hour. Yeah. Why is the Lord telling us this? Does it have nothing to do with us? Come on, say out loud. Work an, hour, Work an hour, get paid for a day.
1: Get paid for
0: a day. I, like I like it. You like it? I like it. I like it. I like it. Now say this next, next phrase. No contract. No. <laughs> what do you have to have if there's no contract? Faith. Faith. How do we know they trusted him? They went. Not just talk. They went and worked. With no specific guarantees. He said give them a, give them a denarius. And when the first came. They supposed. <laughs> they should receive More. Now, now the first, who were these guys? Contract. 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 <laughs> you, you got this, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> what was the contract for? One. Twelve hours, yeah. one denarius. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they received each a denarius. And when they received it, they murmured against the Lord of the house. Yeah. Now the Bible said uh, Philippians what is it, 214 or so? Do all things without murmurings or disputings. 1 Corinthians 10 says, don't murmur like they did, because they were destroyed of the destroyer.
1: Right.
0: Murmur, we might say grumble. Yeah. Griping. Grumbling. What are they grumbling about? Because what they supposed. Mm. That's right. Yeah. You gotta watch out for presuming. Supposing. They're grumbling. And they said, These last have labored but one hour, and you've made them equal with us who've borne the burden of the day and the heat of it. And he answered and said, Oh, you're right. I wouldn't take it. This ain't fair. No, no. Somebody say, No, no. He said, My friend, I do you no know injustice. Was it not for a denarius that you did contract with me? Amen. Hmm? Yeah. You wanted to live by the contract. That's right. so that's what you got. I kept the contract. Right. Our deal's complete. Wow. Now, the fact that they're griping and complaining tells you a lot about them. Yeah. Wow. If they cared about others beside themselves, They'd be rejoicing That's right. that somebody else got paid a full day. This can help their kids. Come on. Y'all with me. This can help their family. But no, they just want more for themselves. but weren't willing to do it by faith. Like the other guys, a lot of people want what faith can get, but don't want to live by faith. They want specific guarantees. He said, uh, take what belongs to you and go. I'm disposed to give to this last as to you. Why did he do that? He said, I was just disposed to do it. I just wanted to. Is it not lawful for me to do what I please with what belongs to me? Or is your eye evil because I'm good? It's my money. If I want to pay them that, what's it to you? I kept a contract with you. I paid you what we agreed on, right? Okay, go to the house. <laughs> now, now, we're laughing, but a lot of people don't know how, that this is God. They don't know he's this way. They've imagined, because they've got all these socialist ideas and all this other stuff in their thinking, they've imagined that's God. That God's going to equally distribute everything to everybody regardless of what they do or don't do. It is not true. It's not God. It's not the future. That's right. This is not true. God is righteous. Yes. Equal distribution isn't fair. Our righteousness, thank God for our righteousness, it isn't based on anything we do. But our reward is is. And this is something that's amazing. He said, Is it not lawful for me to do what I please with what belongs to me? Is your eye evil because I'm good? Thus the last shall be first, and the first last. For the called are many, but the chosen are few. This opportunity, this call, has been made to many. But only few are chosen, because only few would trust like this. And this is amazing. If you got a late start in Christianity, you ought to be shouting over this message.
1: <laughs>
0: you ought to be shouting over this message because it's possible to get started serving the Lord at the eleventh hour. And wind up getting the same reward
1: that's right. That's
0: right. as somebody that's been in it 12 times longer than you.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: That's right. Somebody say, "Well, that ain't fair." You gonna tell God He ain't fair?
1: <laughs> when you gonna get your mind renewed now? That's right.
0: Somebody say, "What's the difference? Why, how could that possibly be?" Simple. It's about the heart, right. and it's about trust. God doesn't reward just hard work. He rewards faithfulness. Did you notice the root word of faithfulness? Faith.
1: Faith.
0: Faith. (laughs) (laughs) And if you've been in the things of the Lord for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, that could be great. But if you griped half the way through it, Are you listening? People had to ask you to do something nine times. And you wanted guarantees. You'd only do things according to how much it benefited you. And somebody jumps in at the last hour. But man, they get in there with all their heart. And they trust God. And they don't ask for anything. And they give it their all. That's how they could catch up with you. End reward. Come on, can you see that? Now, don't misunderstand me. If you've been serving God like that for a lot of years, well, no, the reward ain't going to be the same. But can you see that it's not just about length of time? It's not just about hard work. It's about heart. Heart. It's about desire. It's about you want to do it. You want to be there. Look with me in Colossians. Colossians 3, if you would, please. You know, uh, back in... uh, You you wait there in Colossians 3 for me. I'll I'll give you something else on the way. Extra, no charge. Uh, In Malachi 3, the Lord said this to His people and His priests during that time. He said... uh, Malachi 3, 7, you know, talks about tithing during that portion as well. He said... uh, From the days of your fathers, you've gone away from my ordinances. You've not kept them. Return to me, and I'll return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But they say, "Wherein shall we return? Here's the question. Why did they stop tithing and giving? Why did they stop this? Something happened along the way. Verse 13, he said, your words have been stout against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, why have we spoken so much against you? Verse 14. Because you've said, What? It is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we've kept His ordinance? What good does it do? That's why a lot of people are not in church. That's why a lot of people quit praying. They quit giving. They said, I tried that. What, for three days? I, <laughs> that means you never were convinced. I tried this, I tried that, didn't work for me. I tried that praying. I tried this, I tried that. What good does it do? It's vain to serve God. And that's specifically what the Lord said, your words have been hard against me. Why would you say that? It's vain. Phyllis and I know some people different places at times that have God's done such amazing things for them. And, and they wind up to get to the point in their life where they say, I don't know what God's done for me. And you're like, what? You don't know who you're talking to. I know you. I've been around you. God hasn't done anything for you. But that's how the devil does. He tries to get you to forget everything that God has done and get you to focus on something you don't have or something you think you need or want that you don't, you're not there yet and fixate on that. Oh, it's a mistake. I said it's a mistake. Is it vain to serve God? That's one of the biggest lies anybody ever heard. It is not vain to serve God. Will he do right by you? Yes. Is it vain to go into full service for the Lord when you're 85 years old? <laughs> is it vain? Hey, get, get what you can get. God will pay you a day's wage for an hour's work. We got it written down. Is that right? Say it out loud. Uh, a day's pay, a day's pay? For, an for an hour's work. Full day's pay. We should say it like that. Full day's pay. Full day's pay, Full day's pay for 11th hour
1: Come on. service. That's right.
0: 11th hour is late. Late in the day. Read in Colossians 3 and verse uh, 22. Verse 322. I'm reading the TEV, today's English version. It says slaves. It also says servants. Obey your human masters in all things, not only when they're watching you, because you want to gain their approval. Colossians 322. But do it how? With With a sincere heart. Because of what? Not because of what you think about who you're working for. This is the big mind renewal. you got to watch about just fixating on your supervisor, your department head, your employer, or whoever you're working with. I don't know if they deserve my full application of my amazing abilities. Well... <laughs> It ain't just about that. The Lord told you to do something that's right. for Him that's, right. that's apart from what they are doing or thinking. Right? Yes. What did He say? Do it with a sincere heart because of what? Because of your reverence for the Lord. That's right. Now, this is talking about natural things mm-hmm. cutting the grass, right. cleaning the, the floor, natural things. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as though you're working for the Lord and not for men. Don't fixate on the specific problems of the organization or if they're paying me what I'm worth or or if this or that. It's a real simple question. Should you be there? Yes. If you are, if the Lord's directed you to be there, you need to stay there until and unless he directs you somewhere else. And while you're there, there. oh, come on, anybody with me or not? While you're there, if it's at McDonald's and you're flipping burgers, how should you do it? You should flip them burgers. (laughs) Not like you're working for McDonald's. (laughs) You should flip them burgers. Like you're working for the Lord. You should be a light. In that kitchen. That when they come in there. And they stand by you. They don't hear griping. They don't hear complaining. They're around light. They're around life. Hallelujah. And the cooking of your burgers. Consistently meets and exceeds. All specifications. And requirements. Is that right? Because you are doing it. Unto the Lord. If you're driving a truck, you got to stop cussing people out the window. <laughs> Making them rude gestures. You, you got to stop. You got to stop. You're not a heathen anymore. You're a believer. How are you supposed to drive that truck? Come on, help me say. How are you supposed to like you driving it? For the Lord, how would the Lord have you handle That person that just cut you off. Bless him, bless him. How would he how would he have you do it? Bless him, bless him. I'm I'm gonna pray for you. Not run you off the road. I'm gonna pray. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. They must not know the Lord. <laughs> they must not know the Lord. Or they wouldn't, they wouldn't have done me that way. But good thing. They didn't just cut off just anybody today. Good. They cut off somebody that's going to pray for them. Yeah. God will be on their case. <laughs> and you don't pray God get them. God. No. 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 <laughs> it, it, it's too easy. To just focus in the natural and just live in the flesh and fault find. People are people everywhere you go. There is no company, there is no job that's perfection in every area. And especially if people are not even trying to act like they believe in the Lord, how do you expect them to act? Here's the question Should you be there? Should you be there? You should have prayed. Before accepted the job. Shouldn't just be about money.
1: Right. Right.
0: right? And if you should be there. What do you do? You do that job. As to the Lord. Why? And what should you have in your mind while you're doing that? Whatever you do. You do it with all your heart. As though you're working for the Lord. And not for men. Is this Bible? Is this scripture? New Testament. Should we take it to heart? Should we act on it? Yes. Do it as unto the Lord. Yes. We should develop our skills. I mean, don't belittle what you're doing. Even the most simple of things can be done with grace and excellence yes. and with a good attitude. Yes. Phyllis and I drove through a place, a drive-through window, some time back, and um, we just smiled and spoke nice to the lady. She said, you're the first people I've seen smiling all day. You don't know, do you? No. You don't know what people are dealing with. And you can do the simplest things with excellence. Amen. With style and grace. Yes. With a smile on your face.
1: Yes. you believe it? Yes.
0: How, how? You have to be doing it not just to yourself, not just for them. Not just for the money. You have to be doing it. As unto the Lord. As unto the Lord. And if you do, even the most natural, mundane things then begin to take on kingdom significance. Which carries with it eternal reward. Keep reading and you see it right here. He said, remember that the Lord will do what? Give you a reward. This, I'm reading today's English version, verse 24. The Lord will give you a reward, as a reward, what he has kept for his people, for Christ is the real master you serve. Amen. Amen. I want to know something, and there's only one correct answer on this. Who do you work for? Jesus. Christ is the real master. Even though your paycheck says something else on it, you're involved with whatever company. Should you, If you shouldn't be there, then get out of there. Right. Put making yourself miserable and everybody else miserable. If you're not going to be a blessing there, you need to see, am I supposed to be here? If you are supposed to be here, even if they don't treat you right. If you're supposed to be there, you stay there. No, somebody didn't like that. If you're supposed to be there, stay put. Trust God, because He's got something good for you. He's working something good for you. And if somebody else shouldn't be there, they can be moved too. God's big. He's bigger than people. He said, remember that the Lord will give you as a reward what He's kept for His people. Christ is the real master you serve. I'm so thankful for that. Are you thankful for that? I'm so thankful. Thankful for that. Jesus said in John 4, and I think this is it, he said, He that, John 4:36, he that reaps receives wages and gathers fruits until life eternal, and the sower and the reaper equally rejoice. For in this, verse 37, is the proverb true that one is the sower and another is the reaper. I sent you to reap that on which you labored not for others toiled and you entered into their labor. The complete English says I'm sending you to harvest crops in fields where others have done all the hard work. The new century says others did the work you get to finish up their work. Some of it may be 11th hour but if it's done with all your heart and if it's done by faith trusting him you can wind up getting a much bigger reward Amen. than you imagined. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And many that were thought to be first will wind up being at the end. And many that were considered last and 11th hour will get paid first That's right. and paid as much as anybody else. Right. How many think you can trust God? Amen. Will He do right yes. by you? Stand on your feet, everybody. And let's lift up a hand. Let's tell Him we trust Him. Oh, Father, thank you. 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 you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Pray this prayer out loud with me. Father God. God, I believe in you. I believe in your son Jesus. Jesus, That you sent him. And and he died on the cross. And and paid the full price.
1: price
0: For all my sins. sins. I believe. believe that That you've raised him from the dead. And he is alive. King of, kings, King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord of lords. Jesus, Jesus, I confess you, I confess Lord, you of my life. Lord of my life. And as you help me, and as you help me I, will you I will follow you all my days. All my days. And I choose, and I choose to, trust you. to trust you. And I am sure. And I am sure that whatever you, do, whatever you tell me to do as I do it, as I do it you'll, do right you'll do right by me you'll take care of me, care of me. I'm sure of it sure. I, trust you, I trust you my good God, my good God. oh hallelujah thank oh thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father thank you